everybody. Hi, friends. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Jesus is so hot right oh, now. Oh, it's sexy Jesus time. <laughs> yeah. Woo, We're going to be talking about uh, how Jesus looks uh, to various groups. We're over 2,000 years old. Uh, I don't Jeez. know if you know this, but uh, he he can be quite sexy. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be talking about that. Why would people want Jesus to be, you know, believers? Why would <laughs> Why they want a distractingly attractive Jesus? Yeah. I don't get it. Anyway. Well, mate, you know what? I, I, I'll bet that some of our listeners will have some input about that after we've Ooh, talked about it yeah anyway stay to the end of the show because that's gonna be a fun conversation <laughs> all right well dan yes um a city in germany cologne by name cologne. has a new source of noise pollution oh no um yes it's true uh a one of the most prominent mosques in the city is now allowed to sound a public call to prayer and they have done so oh goody Yes, as everybody That's... knows, uh, th- throughout the, the 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 Muslim world, mosques mm. are allowed to to do this like f- five times a day, right? Yeah, yeah, I think and so. uh, and in- including like before sunup, um, and, and it's like some guy on a loudspeaker, oh. singing the opening song from uh, the Lion King <laughs> into a thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure is what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very um, loudly. And uh, yeah, so there are rules, though. The city the city, and um, the Islamic community, uh, Muslim community, has been working for the last uh, number of years to uh, figure out what the rules would be in order to allow this. Uh, this is not obviously going to be happening five times a day, every day. Oh, uh, at good. the top of, you know, with the loudest sound system available, it's only going to happen for a maximum of five minutes between okay. noon and 3 p.m. on Fridays with oh. noise limits uh, set for each mosque according to its location. Uh, the- <laughs> oh, so like if it's if it's way outside the city, if it's out in the countryside, then they can do it louder. Uh, yeah, maybe. Or maybe that would be even have to be even quieter because you know the din of the city mm. you would need it to you know you want it in the mix you just don't oh, want okay. it overpowering everything sure sure maybe is the is or if it's right next to a residential building instead uh, of surrounded yeah. by commercial yeah. buildings totally. there would be a different consideration right yeah. uh well the one uh that uh, just started doing this it's the central mosque in cologne an attractive building i might add um yeah quite 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 good looking it's got it's a very modern building with a couple Mm. minarets Mm. yeah you gotta have you gotta get your minarets in yeah uh they uh have two loudspeakers and uh the authorities have stipulated that uh the call should be limited to 60 decibels for nearby residents um the first call how loud that is but i assume that that's not that loud it's really not i think my apple watch doesn't start yelling at me that i'm in a loud environment until it gets to like 90 oh okay i might be oh no decibels are weird right it's like an inverted 
I don't know. Thing I, don't know I can't ask. Who knows? <laughs> um, anyway, let's see. So this first call that happened this last week, uh, it, it lasted less than the five minutes. Um, and at 60 decibels, really, you can't hear it except for just immediately outside of the mosque. Um, on the other side of the road, there were roughly 20 protesters gathering with banners. Uh, one of the banners said, no muezzin, muezzin. I think that's the the caller, right? The actual call to prayer is called the uh-huh. muezzin. Uh, no muezzin call in Cologne. Public space should be ideologically neutral. I wonder how often they've protested outside of cathedrals. Right? In Cologne. Because cathedrals have bells. Have you heard a church bell lately? Because it's not quiet. (laughs) No, not at all. And I'm sure that church bells have like next to no regulations placed on them. Right? Right. Um, Well, you know, they've just been around for long enough that it just doesn't even count. It's just part of the, the, the auditory landscape of Europe. It sounds like, yeah, like Europe, right? Yeah. Like if you're in a town in Europe and you hear church bells, it's like, oh, <gasps> they're ringing the bells, right? It's like so it's so charming. Yeah. You hear a call to prayer and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> I find that charming too. I'm I, like, in maybe I wouldn't in a want Muslim it in my country. neighborhood. I wouldn't want either of them in my neighborhood. Mm, I'll it, tell you what I can't stand. There are multiple churches in Salt Lake City and all over our country mm-hmm. that church bells sound where no church bells exist. Oh. They have fucking loudspeakers and they just play recorded church bells. Isn't that just the worst? Look, you either spring for bells or you shut the fuck up. Well, I mean, couldn't you say the same for this Muazin call that like it hasn't been able to be amplified until fairly recently like put yeah. a guy up on the tower have him scream at the top of his lungs yeah and have him have him sing his song yeah it's great and, uh yeah i i like that idea i i don't know i i wouldn't want it i wouldn't want to live in a place where you know five times a day there was a blah 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 but one time a week for five for less than five minutes somebody's hollering that's fine no 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 damn Like, instead of, like, fighting for, like, well, I mean, I get why they're fighting for inclusion, but groups should be fighting to shut this all down by bells and, you know, people screaming. Yeah, I Um, mean, it should all just be shut down. If anybody's protesting that the the public square should be what? What was it? Ideologically? Uh, Neutral. uh, Neutral? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You're going to lose your bells. Yeah. You, you you can't have it both ways. Right. And so like, um, you know, I, I don't know, like I do find bells charming, but you know, where, where there are Christian bells in this world, let me tell you, they, I mean, I can't speak to Germany, but in Italy where I lived for a couple of years, they ring those fuckers whenever they want. Mm-hmm. And if for long as they want, as loudly as they want was as loud as a bell can be i guess and uh and see that's the thing about your amplified bells they could be loud yeah you could make you go for some big fuckers well (laughs) non-amplified bells you don't need to amplify like (laughs) the i went to the bell tower of saint paul's cathedral in london yeah and actually witnessed the a full ringing of the bells 
And they were bragging about how, you know, for such and such coronation, they did 12 hours of bell ringing oh, or whatever. Golly. And I was like, that is no brag. This is just cacophony. Yeah. They they swore up and down. They were all looking at sheet music for this thing. They swore up and down that they were doing something in a particular order. Oh, that's hysterical. Really? That's bullshit. It was just noise. Well, that was I have heard those before where it's like ding 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 ding. Like yeah. it does like a little thing and then like but there's it starts other starts that way. Yeah. But like literally it descends into madness. They're they're promising that they're doing something like specific. Uh it doesn't matter if they are cuz it's indiscernible from from just noise. Yeah, it could be the Happy Days theme song for all you know. <laughs> That I would appreciate. <laughs> I would. I, ding, I, ding, I, ding, 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 ding. It makes the bells worth ding, ding, while. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Um. Let Let's stop that before we get sued. Um. All right. I'm gonna take us to uh, New Orleans in Louisiana, where there have been just like in many parts of our country and the world, uh, the Catholic church, uh, has been in trouble. There have been lo- big lawsuits about, uh, you know, child sex abuse. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, the diocese is in the middle of a, of a big court battle and everything oh, sort of, yeah. they, or, you know, they're, they're trying to settle, figure out how this all, uh, shakes out in the meantime, one of the lawyers who was representing some of the victims in the diocese and who was also on uh, some sort of committee to, uh, to, to sort of prosecute the whole thing, read, you know, in some of the documents that a guy, he, what he found out was that one of the guys who had had an accusation against him and had basically admitted to it uh, in the church's own investigation and basically what he admitted to was that uh, he was in his 30s. This was back in the late 80s, early 90s. And he was in his 30s, and uh, he worked at a school where he met a 17-year-old uh, girl who, who was a senior at that, at that school. And he, you know, he, he did what they do. Mm. Um, he groped her, mm-hmm. not, not violently. He, he groomed her to, to, you know, into thinking that it mm. was a relationship or whatever, mm-hmm. but you, you can't have a relationship with an underage person. Anyway, um, the church themselves fa- eventually found out about this. She didn't approach them until much later when she was a mother and, uh, realized that that same fucking priest was working at a school again. Mm. And so she approached them and just let her let them know and he kind of copped to it and then they had an an internal trial where they found out that since she was 17 which is over their age of consent because their age of consent was 16 i don't know how that works the catholics apparently have their own age of adulthood or whatever oh okay um they did they they decided that he was uh unchaste which is against their rules but all but that it that wasn't uh, that it wasn't child abuse because they didn't consider her a child. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, cool. this, this lawyer found out about it because he, you know, he's looking at all these documents. Now these documents are, are 
sealed, they're classified or whatever. Um, so he couldn't go and spill the beans about the the specifics of it. But, you know, he's one of these, he found out that this, that this priest was still working in schools. Jesus so, Christ. You know, he did what any, anyone who's a decent human would do and went to the school and said, hey, you got to check this guy out. And then apparently he went to a reporter and said, didn't say anything about like what he was talking about. Just said, hey, keep an eye on this dude. Uh, and the reporter dug around, found it, and found, uh, eventually found the, uh, because by the way, the school immediately, like suddenly the guy up and retired ah. and the school and he claimed that it was because of, a, of cancer. Uh, but it was very clear. Uh, and this reporter reported that it was because of these allegations coming to light. Right. Well, eventually that got tracked back to this a lawyer who did, you know, the right thing in protecting children. And, uh, and then the lawyer got, uh, in deep trouble with the judge Oh God! and got kicked off of that, the thing, as well as some of his associates got kicked out of the, uh, the, the committee and uh, the claimants committee. And then also he was fined $400,000. Oh, Jesus. Meanwhile, no real consequences for this, uh, for, for this priest right. other than, you know, he retired or quote unquote retired early. Yeah. He's fine. Oh, that's I, sick. Damn. It's just absurd. He's appealing. The, the lawyer's appealing. Yeah, I hope that, I hope that his appeal is, is successful, but I just, it's just our country's priorities are maybe a little bit fucked up. And you know, whose else's priorities are fucked up? The Catholic Church, who very yeah. gloatingly uh, responded by saying that the wisdom of the judge's ruling speaks for itself. <laughs> How about the wisdom of you guys Pro continually allowing... Yeah, protecting these, these guys. Not just protecting them, putting other children into their harm's way. Yeah. Continually. All the time. Reap, you know, always plugging these guys right back into these schools giving them access to kids again and again and again. It's almost like it's what it's really about. Yeah. <laughs> it gets harder and harder to not believe that. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, Dan. Mm -hmm. I'd like to take us down to Provo, Utah. Ah, beautiful Provo. Provo is an interesting Provo place. Actually, Pro Provo should be beautiful. Provo should be Tahoe. <laughs> it's right it is a mountain town right on a big beautiful lake and instead of becoming like the resort town that it should be what they turned it into was an industrial town they polluted the shit out of the lake and nothing's it, it and it's yeah. just ugly and stupid you don't look at the lake you look at the mountains that are right there yeah. i mean that is the stunning thing about provo is that the yeah, mountains just sort of start like and they're in the middle of the city and just they're blah. huge and stunning. It's, and true. it's, 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 it is, uh, it, it, it yeah. Anyway, but it's also the home. It, it's all those things that we just said, but it's also the home of Brigham Young university, That's which true. is, uh, owned by the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day saints, the Mormons. And, 
they had a bunch of students uh, take part this week in a uh, nationwide protest, a nationwide oh. walkout uh, supporting the LGBTQ students hmm. and protesting against the Title IX exemptions that religious schools uh, have. Interesting. Yeah. So they, but they had a bunch, they had a, a, a really good showing considering, you know, that it was Provo and BYU. Yeah. But, but I do have to say they, they had about a hundred students, which I think okay. is, that's a decent showing at, at pretty much at, at any number of other, you know, schools, yeah. uh, protests with a hundred students. That's, that's nothing to, uh, to scoff at at all. I mean, it's a school of like what? 30,000 students, yeah. but. They were, but still, yeah, yes, yes, damn, damn, damn. <laughs> the the students who attended were were doing so at at risk of their own, you know, standing in the place. Yeah, to to a certain extent, um, as long as they kept it civil. Um, being a gay person at BYU is not uh, is not going to get you kicked out anymore. So it's not like they're sort of uh, by maybe outing themselves publicly. Which not everybody there was also gay. That's the other right. thing. Um, there were a lot of allies, um, but there are, there can be s pretty s harsh social consequences to yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, too. for sure. People, listen these these students risked devastating passive aggression <laughs> by by participating. Now I will say this: I because of my job, I am down all along the Wasatch Front more than I I used to be, and I have been down in Provo a little bit lately. And, uh, that neighborhood just South of campus, uh, which is where so many students live, uh, when, yeah. they're, when they're living off campus, I saw rainbow flags in a couple windows. Right. And I wasn't really looking for them and I didn't drive around extensively. Right. So, I mean, th that, you know, five, 10 it's years happening. ago would have been completely unheard of. Right. Like you would have been the most radical weirdo outcast before. And now I have a feeling it's it's it puts you into a group that maybe is not the mainstream. Right. But that you have um, you have peers, you have you have others who yeah. who uh, who feel the same way and are also students it's, and and whatnot. But the in, young people, these young they, people, it's, in, they, it's uh, crazy. They like the gays. They don't care yeah. about that. Um, but they were just south of campus. Um, police showed up to make sure that they were not on campus property. And mm. uh, they did cordon off traffic in the area. Okay. Um, and the protesters were dressed in rainbow colored clothes and holding signs. And uh, they had different, you know, they had pride flags and uh, so forth and so on. Like it was a, I looked at pictures and watched a little video and it was a proper protest i mean very mormon looking you know lots of <laughs> lots of blonde very fair people <laughs> but that, yeah. that's who's there you well, know good for them yeah good for and them. i i think it's amazing and the 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 lds church has a serious issue on their hands oh that, yeah that they are they they've got to fucking figure it out and they're not they're the not. problem is that the the people in charge are always like ancient men yeah who are never going to be okay it's just it's 
it's for this is a problem that is going to shred that church. And yes, and good. Like yeah. as far yeah. as gross churches with gross cultures are concerned. <laughs> yeah. It it's a good thing that they're being eviscerated, but um yeah, anyway. Uh speaking of churches the uh the satanic temple is uh, is in the news again. Oh good. They 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 did something hor- horrible you guys. I I don't know if you're ready for this. They tried to donate money to schools. Oh, those horrible those people. Fucking bastards, am I right? <laughs> they had an event uh this was in Pennsylvania somewhere in the Northern York County School District. They had an event at a school for which they paid, you know, the fee and everything. The, the school's not allowed to discriminate. Uh, they had they had a fundraiser event. That was just a, like a fun thing. I love the Satanic Temple because they they work very hard to do utterly innocuous things that they know will piss people off like <laughs> so badly. Right. They don't have to try to piss you off. No, or, or piss off these other groups, right? No, like, they. It's not no like effort doing, needed. They just they're have not to doing show a up. black mass with you know big <laughs> candles and scary <laughs> symbols and whatever. I mean, no. they did threaten to put a baphomet on the state capitol grounds I and whatnot, know, which so is great. pretty scary. But this was just like they had arts and crafts and science sure. experiments sure. and like refreshments, and it was basically a, a fun family event. Right. That they had at this uh, at this school where they raised a little bit of money. Not a lot of money, a little bit of money. And they wanted to donate it. Mm. So they, it was like under 600 bucks. Okay. So they literally, so they contacted the school board and they were just like, hey, what, we're, we're, we're going to buy a bunch of, we'll buy a bunch of school supplies and donate them. What do they need? Mm. What, what is needed? And uh, oh, no. the response that they got from uh, Kirkpatrick, what's his name? Steve Kirkpack, Kirkpatrick, uh, the superintendent of schools there. Jesus. Uh, the response was, I, Ms. Everett, I guess that, that, that's, that's the person who reached out. I respectfully decline your offer of a direct donation to the school district and suggest that you instead send your donation to New Hope Ministries or another local service, uh, social service organization. No. Send your satanic money to a Christian group. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking dicks. I, like, like any school in these United States, you know, granted the wealthiest country in the world, but we don't give any of it to schools. Right. Like any school can afford to turn down anything. They're literally <laughs> going to, what are they going to do? They're going to curse the crayons before you get them. Is that what you're worried about? Be just a box of black crayons only. <laughs> just all black <laughs> with some black construction paper. And Oh my God. You can't even see the art. Ugh. It's all black. Curse you Satanists. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, they turned it down. Uh, That's so dicks. It, and, and you know they are probably risking litigation at this point. Wow. Because, but I mean, there's no there's no indication that the that the Satanic Temple is going to sue about about this. But it's just so absurd. Yeah. It is uh, it, like, yeah. 
when you, when your fears of of the devil are so scary that uh, that you won't accept money from good natured oh people who are fucking with you. Uh, <laughs> all right, fine. Well, maybe they're starting to see through. Maybe they start to they, they they've they're starting to understand the ways in which they're being fucked with by the satanic temple. Right. And so the, I mean, actually just refusing it, that was the, their best move, right? Because if they had taken it, then they give the, uh, the satanic temple opportunity to say publicly, right? We've donated all these supplies. Yeah. But right? by denying it's going it, they to, made, they it's made just headlines. Gonna, correct. But the uh, the opposite would have caused chaos in the community <laughs> as people didn't want their kids having access to the satanic crayons, right? Well, actually, Fox 43 News mm-hmm. in uh, wherever it is, in Harrisburg or whatever, Pennsylvania town, uh, Fox 43 said, quoted several local people who thought that it would be great if, if they accepted the donation. Oh, all right. They did quote one person who was grumpy about it, but I'm sure. Yeah. Hmm. Well, who knew? Fox is <laughs> pro Satan. All right, Dan. Also, yeah. I also have a uh, a school story. Okay. Um, school related story. Uh, this time in Dearborn, Michigan, where you know there's just this issue about um, LGBTQ plus books in school libraries. Mm. Right. And it keeps ruffling people's feathers, you know, traditionally Christians. But in this case, Dan, it's Muslim parents. Uh Oh, because you may or may not know this. Um, Dearborn, uh, the population Dearborn is roughly 47 percent Arab American. Right. uh, Many of whom, probably most of whom are Muslim. And um and so they, this is a community where the loud religious voice, <laughs> conservative religious voice is Muslim instead right. of Christian. And they're having uh, the same reaction to this issue that they're, that the Christians in this nation are also having, which is hysteria. Uh, they took which down. Which must be uncomfortable for the Christians to find oh. themselves having the same yeah response as the, as the as the islamic well in in a way this should be uh really uncomfortable for liberals in this country because you know there's been this unholy alliance between liberal america and islam has there yeah there has right because we uh, the, the liberal america has been working toward has been coming to the defense of Muslims in this country. Sure. Right. As we should, right. We should be fighting for an inclusive uh, society where people aren't judged by the, the groups that they belong to, you know, in, in this instance, the religious groups that they, they might belong to, right? Like this is living in a pluralistic multicultural country that the left is supportive of. Right. And that the right is (laughs) terrified of. Um, They shouldn't be so afraid of Muslims. That's the funny thing. Because at the end of the day, they're going to be 
on the 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 the, the Christian side on a, right. so many of these social issues. Um, well, the, the the truth of the matter is that like Islam and Christianity, other than a couple of just minor details, <laughs> are almost indistinguishable from each other. Yeah, that's true. The the extremists are, are the same. The mm-hmm. moderates are the same. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. Um, they took down this. Uh, they caused the board meeting, the school board meeting to uh, end early because they oh. were shouting down uh, speakers and who had been advocating for the books. They wouldn't they wouldn't be civil, even though they had been repeatedly asked to be civil. Uh, by the police and by the people running the meeting. And so they ended the meeting and then they had another meeting and they shut up again and they did the same thing all over again. So (laughs) that's yeah. Real nice. Well, there you go. It's the same all over. Well, I'm going to take us to South Carolina where a church has put a Fairview Baptist church has put out a press release and I'm going to read you the press release and then Frank, you get to play a guessing game. Ooh, I love guessing games. Here we go. Our student pastor, Corey Wall, acknowledges that he made a poor decision and a mistake by making a sticker available that was offensive to some. Oh. Uh, would you care to guess what th- was on this sticker? I couldn't possibly. <laughs> no, no clues? No thoughts? I don't know, a rainbow flag of some kind. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, no, it wasn't that, nor was it an anti-gay one, which is probably what I would have guessed if you had hit me with the same question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he had been distributing. He is, uh, mind you, he is a youth pastor. He was distributing this sticker to the kids, elementary through high school kids. Uh, the sticker said, I heart hot youth pastors. <gasps> How was I ever going to guess that? You weren't. That's, it was a trap. It was a trick. Oh, my God. I, Is I, he hot? Uh, Is there I a picture? I have not seen a picture of him. Let's see. But I, I want to know. Like Clearly, in his mind, he is. <laughs> what what is, the fuck? What's like, his kid's name again? Corey Wall. Uh, uh, I will tell you this. You won't find his picture on the church's, fa- uh, the church's web, web page because he has been removed. Oh um, no! It is, you know, it's funny because it sounds <laughs> vaguely. Did you find a picture? Yeah, I mean, he's um, he's not a, he's not ugly. <laughs> he's not hot though. Oh my god! He, the, he, what he was claiming is that it was it was a take on. He said the I love hot moms culture yeah yeah uh, yeah, which is not a culture uh (laughs) it is it it is a t-shirt that a a few ding-dongs have put out into the world not that i have anything against hot moms but uh yeah i i struggle to understand what the fuck he could think be thinking (laughs) on this because what you what you really want to do when you're pastoring with kids yeah is get them thinking about your sexual virility. Right. You know what I mean? That's just, that's really where you want the kids to be. <laughs> oh, my God. Just such a weird, like, I heart hot youth pastors. That's, in what world is that a thing? 
I mean, I, uh, I, I, he, I he probably uh, hearted some hot youth pastors. Oh, that's it. Right? That's the one. And that's what got him into being a youth pastor. Because he was Matter like... Fact, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He had a hot youth pastor that he was just enamored of. And he was like, I'm going to be like him. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Hot youth pastor meat. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't even have to be in a gay way. Just in sort of that... Uh, you know, <laughs> he knew he was hot. Yeah. He wanted to be like him. Maybe. Or maybe it wasn't a gay way. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> the fact is, this was a bad idea for a sticker. <laughs> and oh, it, it. I mean, you know, hey, God bless that church. At least they actually took it seriously and, you know, had and took steps about it. Yeah. He should have done I heart hot Bible stories. Right? Yeah. Or I or, heart as we'll talk about Jesus. later. Yeah. Hot Jesus. That's what we're yes. Anything but I, need- I but distributing to children. Listen, if you are in if, if you are a teacher and you go to and you distribute a I heart hot teachers, it, that's also wrong. Oh yeah. No, there's no th- no way that you can distribute a I heart hot blank sticker as that to person. Kids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you're that, if you are that person, you especially can't do that. I heart, I heart hot school janitors. There you go. That, that, one, that I one think that works great. He, he you know, I, he's just handing okay. out the <laughs> sticker never, to the kids. Never in a million years is that okay. That said, go to thankgodimatheist.com and get your I heart hot podcasters uh, <laughs> merch. Uh, coming at you soon. You better get. You have exactly three days to get that up, Dan. <laughs> it's not going to happen. But if if someone wants to create an image, mm. maybe, maybe we'll make a a, te- a, a a temporary shirt for it. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you do decide you're going to create an image of an iHeart Hot Podcasters shirt or sticker, please send it into us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. or call and leave us a voicemail message. Tell us about it. Telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. We have more show coming up. Well, Frank. Dan. We got a a, a, a fun little preacher who's uh, who's... I don't know if this is some YouTube thing. It's a video, and I'm looking at a very sad living room uh, looking yeah, space. Yeah, it's overlit. Maybe is the main problem. Uh, yeah, it's and and the uh, the the '80s plaid love seat in the background is is making me very no. That's uh, upset. That's coming back. <laughs> that look is so like trending right now. Uh huh. Anyway, uh, he. <laughs> What's clear about his space is that he needs some gay friends to help him out with it. Oh, <laughs> uh, but he he doesn't believe in those, and he's going to tell us all about it. And, you know, you ask your average person that you know everybody always talks about their gay friend or whatever that they have, but you know what? Most people today, you know, even just these weak, lame, pathetic Christians that you know talk about their gay friends and stuff, um, chances are your one token you know gay friend or whatever that you have is probably on social media and not even real life 
Truth is, if you were actually around these people in real life, like you were real friends, where you went to their house and you saw how they lived, you'd be so repulsed by them, you'd never want to have anything to do with them again. But what you, the thing is, people think it's normal because they're seeing the Hollywood portrayal of these things. Oh, my God. I mean, it is true to a certain extent. If you came to my house, Dan, <laughs> and saw how, yeah, how I live. I've, I've never actually, you know, you and I are obviously uh, internet friends, but I've never actually <laughs> been to your home or anything. That would be, that would be uh, a, a bridge too far. Uh, oh, my God. What is he imagining is in gay houses? It's just like. He clearly like everything, does everything. It's decorated in dildos hanging from the walls. <laughs> he thinks it's like a scene from the birdcage or something. <laughs> it's just butt sex images everywhere. <laughs> what are you thinking is there? Oh. You are going to be bitterly disappointed by how boring some uh, most my <laughs> gay homes are. My house. I mean, at very least, maybe what he's mad about is just that. Gay people know how to decorate. And oh, my, he's in that my house shitty... is tasteful. Yes. It is nice. Yeah. It is well, lovely. Thank you. thank you, Dan. Uh it's also yeah. comfortable, which I enjoy. Yeah. It's 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 a lovely place. Mm. And uh and and not all gays are uh are are good at decorating, but there but I will say this, there are very few that have a living room that look like like, like his, his shitty thing. I mean, oh it, that, there is there is that gay man out there. I'm sure, but sure, but it uh, exists. Yeah, no, but we yeah. have a we have sort of a standard that we like to keep, not to like paint a stereotype, but like <laughs> you know, they're nice, welcoming homes, and yeah. usually, and let's face it, like gay people, again, drawing on stereotypes, but one that is true for me, we like to host. Right, we love to have people in our homes and right and uh, put out big spreads. Oh, extravagant spreads of food and listener booze. at home, you need to understand that Frank <laughs> takes pride <laughs> in his charcuterie. Okay, this is Frank's it's, not it's fucking around when it comes to our charcuterie board. Dan, yeah. I have, I do, I love charcuterie boards, and it is true. <laughs> um, I have tried. The 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 trend that is all over the internet right now. The butterboard. We have butterboarded, <laughs> and it was beautiful. Uh, I went and found edible flowers, <laughs> and the whole. Are bit, you never turning back? Is it butter from here on in? I mean, I have to tell you, like a charcuterie board can set you back, right? Oh yeah. Um, like if you're if you're going for one for like a good gathering and. You're putting some stuff out. You're paying a little bit for it, but I love, I love it. And you know, for me, that's what I enjoy. And it's almost a hobby. <laughs> um, butterboard is like such a crowd pleaser and you literally just warmed some butter up to room temperature, smeared it around a board and sprinkled some honey and, uh, some edible flowers on it and bought some like good crunchy bread. It, and people love it. It is, it is, it was a, let me tell you, it was a crowd pleaser. There you go. Look there them up go. guys. They're, they're wild. They're fun. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been homemaking with Frank. I uh, believe me. I could do that podcast. You could do that podcast. Anyway, <laughs> uh, 
uh, I, I'm here to personally attest that uh, mm -hmm. visiting a gay person's home is a is a is a delightful experience. Yes, or can be. Yeah. Uh, anywho, we had some folks write into us, call into us. Uh, Will wrote into us. He says, uh, uh, "Dear the infamous TGIA podcast, are we infamous, Whoa. Frank? I mean, I hope so. I feel like I feel I'd like you have to, to be, be a little bit famous to be infamous. But <laughs> we'll just we'll just go with it. We're infamous." Uh, Maybe it was Will, a typo. Maybe it's the unfamous. The unfamous. <laughs> it's infamous. It's even more than famous. Um, Will says, I left religion around three years ago, and I've lived on a progressive, quote unquote, progressive college campus for two. Everyone is so accepting of everyone's religion, but all I see are various manipulative cults that have caused an indescribable amount of pain and inequity. Mm. The general attitude towards religion here is encouragement and acceptance. I get it. We need to accept people. But why does it seem that no one sees the horrors of magical thinking? Mm. I have personally escaped a cult, and it mm. still has its claws in my life. The relationship with everyone I know at home is contingent on my belief in a magical sky daddy. The pressures to comply uh, and, and the various manipulation techniques are overtly present. No one has a problem with condemning a cult. Why do most, even the non-religious, seem to meet religion with encouragement at best and apathy mm. at worst? Mm. I think I think that's an, an interesting point. Uh, there's there's very little. I mean, the cults cults are problematic because they can cause they can you know cause normal ish people to do very extreme, very scary things. Right. And, uh, and, and it can be in incredibly damaging. Right. As opposed to larger, more mainstream religions that are only very damaging. So <laughs> I think that's the difference. Yeah. Well, and it's also the thing that we're, you know, we're used to the big ones, right? Yeah. They're the white noise that we grew up with. Right. Yeah, that's true. And so it's just like, it, you know, it seems normal, right? It seems acceptable. Yeah. And I mean, but yeah, we should be, I mean, I don't want to say we should be less tolerant, but we should be less tolerant of their bullshit. It's right? tricky because tolerant of, of the people, but to not tolerant of the bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. It's so tricky because when you do speak up about magical thinking, you're going to hurt people's feelings. Mm. You're going to make people feel attacked, feel like, because it's not just their beliefs, right? It's their identity. And when you attack someone's identity, that hurts a lot more than, than just beliefs. Mm. And so it's just tough. It's, 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 this is not an easy question. Mm. I don't think it's nice to attack someone's identity. So I don't, I tend to be uh, careful about what you know but also if someone's like someone comes to me and starts to talk to me about you know how my chakras are in misaligned you know, my auras are are in Oof. retrograde or whatever i'm i'm not i'm not gonna like i'll probably just laugh and shrug it off but if they persist i'm going to say you know what all unless you can t give me provide me with the mechanism by how this works without using the words energy or vibration in a way that doesn't make any sense, this is not going to go well. This conversation is not going to go well. 
I'm not going to buy into your nonsense. Well, I guess what you're also what you're saying there is kind of is key, right? Which is having a little bit of patience, but if people persist in a way that's that that clearly they're having the conversation already, right? Yeah, they're pushing. They're pushing. Um, there's no reason why you can't push back and call out magical thinking in that context. Yeah. You know, I agree. So it may, it won't go anywhere. Like people who are are determined to, to think magically will do so, but you know, pushing back and actually pushing back is probably not as effective as just asking questions. Yeah. There you You start to say, Oh, why do you believe that? Mm -hmm. That will, will bake their noodle. Uh, that'll get them. Get them! That's that's the whole point of everything, right? Just to get them. To um, win. We had a caller in, if oh, I'm not yeah. mistaken. We did, Dan. Uh, this uh, fine, fine listener wanted to comment and uh, kind of just point out and ask a little question about in response to that Dalton Clodhopper clip that we played. <laughs> so let, let's have a listen. Okay. Hi, Frank and Dan. This is Bevzilla from Ohio. I was listening to your latest podcast with Dalton Clodhopper, and I could not disagree with that man more, but I want to know how he thinks families that keep the wife at home and the father out there conquering the world with the wages the way they are. How many families do you know that have one person working and supporting the family. That's just insane. Everyone I know need two breadwinners to take care of their house, their family. It's insane to think that women can stay at home and do nothing but the housework and supporting their God of a husband. Um, yeah, the finances just don't work that way. Thanks, guys. You're doing a great job. I love listening to you. Keep up the good work. Well, thanks, Bev. Yeah, thanks. Uh, it's a good point. With If Jesus wants the ladies to stay at home, uh, fix the economy then. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. If, 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 if this is the God-ordained way of things, uh, God's got some work to do. Yeah. On but, the U.S. economy. Yeah. I mean, it's, and the world economy at this point. Yeah. Where, where are you at with the inflation, Jesus? It's funny that uh, religious folk continue to beat this drum, to be honest. Yeah. Because it is so disconnected. I mean, the caller makes, a, I mean, it's a great point because it's, it's so disconnected. And nobody listening at home to these preachers is, is sitting there, you know, it, very few of them are willing to take the sacrifice that it would take. Right. To actually right. have, you know, the wife stay at home. Like and, it's a huge and, sacrifice. And those that can afford it, that's a tiny percentage of, of, of their yeah. congregation. But here's the thing that's fucked up about humans is that you can be in a situation where you know for a fact that you can't afford uh, to have only one parent working and then still agree with your pastor when your pastor says that on that that the mother should stay home and the man should go out and provide. Yeah. You yeah. can know that that's not possible for you mm-hmm. and still agree that you're doing it wrong in some way. Yeah. 
or just ignore that part and move on. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Well, times are tough all over, but that doesn't mean that you can't donate to us <laughs> if you want to. Uh, just as Aaron has. Mm, yeah. uh, we, Aaron is a, uh, a we have a new donor uh, over on uh, PayPal. Aaron is now a uh, teacher in our Aaronic priesthood. It was named after him. Well done. <laughs> uh, so congratulations on your new magic powers. They mean nothing. Well done. Uh, and we have one other person to thank, if we, if I'm not mistaken. We do indeed, Dan, our top donor, our Lord and Savior, Devas. More show coming up. Well, Frank. Dan. We teased it. We talked about it. That Jesus is a sexy hunk of man meat. Oh, my uh, God. No at least in many of the, the portrayals. The, the new, the recent Jesuses. The various, your various Jesi uh, out there in the world. Seriously, it is. I mean, and the Mormons. The, the reason that, that this is coming up is that the Mormons have like a new Jesus. The, the uh, yes. image that is that uh, because I go into people's homes a lot for work. They don't invite you, but you go. <laughs> um, I see what they have hanging on the walls and uh, the very Mormon homes don't decorate with anything except Mormon artwork. Right. Mm. And, and, and the proclamation to the world. Oh, of the family. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> the hate document that is up in every Mormon. Yeah. Household. It's really, really wretched. But there's a, there's a, this image that I've been seeing popping up that is, it is bizarre. He, it, Jesus is flat out hot, right? To the extent that th I don't know how Mormon women aren't getting a little turned on by this Jesus. The reason they like this Jesus and put him up in the house is because he's fucking hot, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's got like this. I, I can't, I, I'm bad at describing, but like uh, images like that, but he, he looks like a model, right? Well, I'm certain that he was modeled after a model, <laughs> but he's got like, he, he looks like he just came back from surfing on mm. you know um sure he's tan mm. and long you know wisp like flowy hair but that's you also know like that underneath those robes he is ripped oh this jesus <laughs> is super ripped <laughs> but it's just it just it is so bizarre to me that um that this is this is where they've been trending. I mean, they used to do handsome Jesus, and now it's literally hot Jesus. And so it's always been about making him look like some sort of ideal, right? Yeah, of masculinity, which is funny. I, and you know, evangelicals can take it a step further because I have seen some images of like bodybuilder Jesus out in the world, like yeah, totally, like not just not just you know, ripped, but like, whoa, he is, he's, you know, buff Jesus, buff Jesus, yeah. which is an utter absurdity. <laughs> like what, what <laughs> message are you trying to send? This is the guy who said, blessed are the meek. Yeah. And you're like, 
Yeah, but he'd probably want to hold a machine gun if he could. <laughs> well, he wasn't talking about himself. <laughs> right? <laughs> he said, you know, you who are meek are yeah. blessed. However, also blessed are the guys who really hit the gym a lot for <laughs> they are the crossfitters. I it's just so funny that 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 is the image because as you and I were talking earlier and we were talking about art through the ages, you know, depictions of Jesus going back to, you know, the the Renaissance period and and even before and after. Catholic Jesus was not like meant to be hot. No. No, he was a pitiable like pathetic figure and so many yeah. representations like you think about the because so often you know it's focused on uh, Jesus's death right right um uh, which was gruesome and horrible and so they really they they get in those waters and they really splash about right and yeah. uh, and so it's like this body that's like limp and broken hanging on a cross or and, and, I and think skinny of like the, and mangled yeah, and yeah, the Pieta where like the Madonna is is sort of holding, you know, the post crucified Jesus. Yeah, um, and he's you know like none of this is attractive. None of it's like luring you in, but obviously they they have a different idea about Jesus and message to sell about Jesus. Well, and that imagery, I mean, it, you know. It, what they're talking about, what they're trying to to portray, is a story. Yeah, you know, they're interested in 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 the uh, the narrative of Jesus. Yeah, not not really the visual personhood of Jesus. Right. Well, yeah, and it be, I mean, a lot of it is how much Jesus suffered. Right for you, you should feel yeah. bad about how much Jesus suffered for you. Right. Well, all you have to do is walk into any Catholic cathedral and you'll see the stations of the cross. Mm. That's what they're talking about. They're not talking about like just contemplative looking off into the middle distance sexily Jesus. <laughs> they're talking about like carrying the cross, you know, and, and be, you know, crown of thorns, Jesus. Yeah. Because that's the story. Yeah. And, and I, you know, they... All of the, the religions focus way too much on the murder and way too little on the message of Jesus Christ. But there you go. I, it does, it's just such a weird contrast to think about beautiful, handsome, sexy Jesus. And obviously, you know, it goes without saying, very white, very oh. European Jesus. Yes. It's ridiculous. Uh, but but yeah, this 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 sexy Euro Jesus, <laughs> as as opposed to images of say other world religion leaders like the Buddha, oh, who uh, is depicted in many different ways. But I I would say that I have never seen an image of the Buddha that seemed to be focused on how handsome he was. Sexy Buddha. I'm looking maybe it up right it. now. Maybe maybe we you know there's sexy Buddha. Oh, we're Googling sexy Buddha now. Uh-oh. Safe search is off, everyone. Uh, yeah. Beware. <laughs> oh gross. The, one of the first images that came up is Donald Trump in a in the Buddha. Like, first of all, we all know Donald can't do lotus position. So what are we talking about? <laughs> gross. <laughs> 
But yeah, I mean, what you usually see with the Buddha is a guy, uh, often uh, a, a ch- chubby, cute, just happy. That or, is one or peaceful that is, person. Yeah, that is a representation. Yeah, a common one. There is more of the the. Yeah, I don't know. It might be um, different strands of Buddhism, right? Sure. Because I'm thinking more like I'm thinking like Tibet, not Tibetan. Um, anyway, in different Asian countries, it seems like there are, well, there obviously are different representations of the Buddha. Right. And one of them, and then this spring immediately to mind, is not chubby uh, Buddha. No, and, and nor, I, nor are we also fat shaming here, right? Like Buddha can be whatever size Buddha wants to be. Well, and, um, and sexy can be whatever size sexy is going to be. Exactly. But what I'm saying is that I've never seen an image of the Buddha that has anything to do with Oh, sexiness. being sexy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, regardless of, of, of how he's depicted, I it never it never seems to be focused on like, ooh, yeah, I should probably, I'll follow your four paths or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it it uh yeah Christianity <laughs> is just such an obvious mess. <laughs> it is a hot fucking mess, man. And this is not me saying that that Buddhism is somehow like better or whatnot. It's but Christianity is fucked up. Well they're in they really wave, Christianity special ways. waves their mess flag a lot prouder than any other religion on earth. <laughs> At least, at least Islam has the good sense to like, let's not even depict him. Let's not even, let's just no, no pictures. Let's just keep it. Right. We'll just, we'll just keep it image free. <laughs> but yeah, boy, Christianity is just like, hell yeah, we're a mess. We're good. We're proud of it. Oh God. It's, it's so some crazy not shit. Not so much there. that Jesus is hot. It's Jesus is a hot mess. <laughs> that. Uh, also go to thankgodamatheist.com for your <laughs> Jesus is a hot mess t-shirt. That one we may actually do. I don't know. If you want that, you write into us because that's that's that may be kind of fun. But we need Jeez. some graphic design support. Yeah, guys. somebody somebody do a little bit of graphic design work. <laughs> Jesus is a hot mess. We'll put it out there. Uh, <laughs> You'll get a free t-shirt if we choose your image. <laughs> oh, Lord. There you go. Yeah, the need for Jesus to be visually pleasing, yeah, is such a is such a silly thing. Like Jesus can be ugly. His his nothing about his message. Like he probably should be ugly. Just as a just just because his message is about see the humanity in each other or at least the best part of his messages. Right. But see, that's just it. It's it. This is how screwed up Christianity is, is that you can't, it's so hard to stay on message, <laughs> right? Because yeah. Jesus is also perfect according to like, you know, yeah. Christians. And, uh, and so if he's a, if he's perfect, like they just follow this, well, he's perfect being, he must be perfectly hot then. Right. Like, yeah. like it doesn't take very many steps to get to the point. Well, if he's perfect, then what's you know how do we make him look perfect i just what i he has want... to have perfect abs right <laughs> yeah yeah he's got he, he's got yeah he's got to be a have, model he has to he's have perfect be, hair 
what whatever this era's version of yeah. perfection is, whatever Hollywood is peddling to us as beautiful yeah. right now, that's what he's got to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I want Jesus Buscemi. I want <laughs> I want I want someone to come up with a conspiracy theory that the the Dan Brown Jesus bloodline leads straight to Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Like that his, whatever the Merovingian bloodline is that, that, that is, uh, the pure bloodline of Jesus Christ. That's, that's where it goes. That's all I want. Well, we just lost Steve Buscemi as a listener. So no, he knows, he knows, (laughs) he knows he's a little weird looking, but he also knows that we all love him. So, so, you know, and that's Jesus should be in the same he should be confident of this is what I'm saying. You know, like, first of all, he's God for Christ's sake. Right. Like, <laughs> like yeah. have a little confidence, dude. You don't have to be per- like, you don't have to be perfect. Perfect. Yeah. You can have, you can be a little, you, none, you, can, none of this you can have a character actor's man. face, you know, yeah, exactly. Dude. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, if you would like to comment on hot Jesus or any of the things we've talked about in this episode, feel free to write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. Click the like button. And if you'd like to join one of our members-only lounges, you can do so. Go to our website, thankgodimatheist.com slash members only. Thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.